All right, everybody, Vic Venom in the house. Are you ready? Are you ready to go through another snore fest? Whether it's Vince McMahon or Triple H, this show is still the drizzling poops. But now let me introduce you to the man, the man of the moment. The man with the pythons, the great, the doctor, Chris Featherstone. Very nice. Very nice. How are you? <laughs> Pales in comparison to yours, Vince. Pales in comparison to yours, man. Look at that. Look at those things. Look, look, look. Let me see that one more time. One more time. Man, look at that. Look at that, man. Nice. Yes. Just, just unbelievable. You know, it's funny because I, uh, you know, I've, I've got, uh, we've got some really, really good fans here at uh, the Legion of Raw, and I get uh, messaged every week, man. It's it's great to have this show. Raw stinks, but uh, I, I really get excited and, and I look forward to this show every week because we, we just have fun. Listen, yep. I'm going to say this for the millionth time. Yep. Okay. There is an art to writing, not you know, a television show. Yes. And Raw is a television show. There is an art to writing a television show. It is a craft. I learned that craft from a television writer. Okay? If you are a former wrestler, an ex-wrestler, it does not make you a television writer, bro. I'm, I, 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 let, let me let me let me explain to the people here on Sports Kita, Chris. I was watching an episode today. Uh, today I had to do a uh, episode of my breaking down the Attitude Era hour by hour. Okay, bro. There are three stories going on. Stories, stories. Kane and Paul Bearer are trying to coax The Undertaker into wrestling him. Undertaker will not wrestle his brother, so they are wreaking havoc until they get Taker in the ring. Story number one. Okay. We just went through all the uh, all the drama of the uh, Survivor Series with Brett and Sean. Well, you okay? So that's 97? Yes, 97. Now Owen Hart is hitting the ring and attacking Sean. He's yep. the only Black Hart heart. member yep. left. Mm -hmm. Story number two. Story number three, Austin gave the Intercontinental title belt to Rock because he wants to go on for the world title. So you've got three main stories going on throughout that show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, uh, unless I missed something, give me one story that was going on during this show. I saw match after match after match after match after match after match. Give me one story that 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 happened in this three-hour show. Give me one. Mysterios and Judgment Day. You, what's the story? Dominic is Dominic got mad at Edge and now he got beat up by Rhea Ripley. Okay, all right. Well, there you go, bro. Were they trying to shoot an angle at the end there? What, what was happening at the end with that guy in the crowd being Dexter Loomis, Sam Shaw? 
Oh, that's Sam Shaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, bro. I like that guy. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of that guy. Okay, I, I, yeah, I you know, I, again, though, bro. What do we always say? I don't watch NXT, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, obviously they're trying to shoot an angle. I don't know who that is, yeah. but they're trying to shoot an angle. And he was let go too. So yeah. Triple H is just bringing back. Just name after name every week, it looks like. So. And, bro, that, and, and, and again, bro, that that is another mistake because when you bring in so many people at once, you're not going to get them all over, bro. Yeah. So what he's trying to do is completely change this show by bringing in all these NXT people and and not concentrating on any of them. I mean, bro, look what happened to Ciampa tonight. He 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 loses to Bobby Lashley and then gets put through a table by AJ Styles. That that's how you get somebody over. Right, right. Yeah, it was. Um, I guess they were trying to do something with him, uh, with with Ciampa to make him relevant. But at the end of the day. Um, you know, it's still, um, just a bringing a bunch of wrestlers in. If I, if, if I, there's no buy-in, if there's no story to it, it's just bringing a bunch of, it's bringing a in. bunch of wrestlers in. And like I said, bro, I don't know what favors you did for Champa, bro. If anything, see my, my, my theory was, okay, bro, it's the old, well, if he can last against Lashley and he can mm-hmm. give Lashley a fight. He's going to be over. Well, you know what, bro? Here's the bottom line. If you do that, and at the end of the match, Ciampa shakes Lashley's hand, like that's one thing. But you come back and you put the guy through a table. So what what was accomplished? Agreed. Uh, Thank you, Rizu, for the the reminder in in the chat. I just wrote that down in my notes to talk about. So, you know, hey, look, the Miz is awesome. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, look, so we're going to get into this. We're going to dive right into this because there's a lot to talk about. And to me, more to talk about outside of the show. Um, so we're going to talk about a couple of things. One thing is uh, Grandpa. Very nice. You uh, you enjoyed Grandpa-dom, uh a few weeks ago, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I did very much so. Yes. Um, all right. So the Dr. Chris question of the week. Um, coming back. And this is the question for the SK Nation and the ones who are watching on the archives, which watching live is just so much more fun now. Uh, so here's the question. But thank you for watching on the archives, though. The most pivotal year of pro wrestling, in your opinion, is blank. The most pivotal year of pro wrestling was blank. What do you think, Vince? 97. Oh, okay. Why 97? Because as I'm watching the tail end of 97, uh, you are seeing the creation of a new brand of wrestling. Okay. Very nice. Last, you know, I, I just saw a show today. I think it was from December 15th. So the end of the year, the la- from the Survivor Series on in 97, you're kind of seeing the birth of the Attitude Era for a couple months there. 
Okay, very nice. Uh, Michael says 97. Awesome Sauce says 90, uh, 84. Um, Kuzmo says 97. TW says 84. Matt says 98. Um, Media 2002. Christopher says 97. Shadows 2004. Scott says 98. I say uh, 1983. That was the advent of Hulkamania. So I think that 83 does it for me. Why are they saying 84? Can we get some? Uh, it says the expansion. Awesome Soul says the year of Von Erichs were at their peak. Um, yeah. What was what was the first year of WrestleMania? Uh, 85. 85, yeah. So, yeah, 84, 85, I would put that right up there. Mm-hmm. With, without a doubt, I would put that up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 year of the first WrestleMania that 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 might be it as well. I mean, 85. that was that was huge, bro. Yeah, huge. eighty-five. I say eighty-three because of because of Hogan. Um, although, yeah, eighty-four. Actually, I'll say because eighty-four was uh, really the beginning of Hulkamania. Um, what year, bro? Was the Rock and Wrestling connection with MTV? That was oof, that was eighty four. I, I meant to say so. Eighty three was the beginning of Starcade. If I yeah, Arcade. I'll say eighty four because that was the rise of Hulkamania. Yeah, I mean so, that was huge. The the yeah. MTV tie in wrestling was huge. At the yeah, time. MTV. Huge. Yes. Um, yeah, eighty four is my, my, my yeah. That was huge at the time. Yeah. Very very um, big. At the Time. Yeah, most people saying eighty four. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm not going to argue that at all. Yeah, first Saturday, first Saturday night's main event was eighty five. Huge, um, huge, bro, yeah. huge. Yeah, that was huge. Wendy yes. Richter and Mula was on MTV in eighty four. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Of Cindy Lauper, that whole thing. Piper got involved. Um, it yep. was it was huge, bro. Yep. There was a big match on MTV. I think Piper and Hogan. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, very nice, very nice. Yeah, eighty four is my final answer. But that's there. nothing compared to uh, the hunger, the Hunger Games, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, you know what? Two thousand two uh, has a is a close second. What do you think? I didn't want. I wasn't watching. I mean, two thousand twenty two. Excuse me. Oh God, bro! Please, she, close second. Bro, she couldn't even announce. She she couldn't even. She she, she forgot who the, who the people that were in her own crew were. Come on, <laughs> Dakota Sky. Oh, Come on. Like r- really, uh, really, <laughs> really. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. Come on, what what are we doing here, bro? <laughs> like that's like. Hey, man, I mean, yeah, awesome. let me introduce my tag team partner for WrestleMania. Mr. B, Mr. B, Mr. B. <laughs> Come on, man. You, we we got to get that right, Bailey. You know, we'll uh, all awesome do says, uh, 1920 was when Toots Toot. took over. Yes, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. Toots. Toots. The great Toots, bro. The great Toots. All right, let's uh, jump right into this. Uh, Bailey, Eos, uh, <laughs> EO Sky and Dakota Sky. Uh, EO Sky, Dakota Sky, (laughs) Velvet Sky. Velvet Sky. (laughs) Blue Sky. Uh, Remember, uh, Big Sky actually was a. Yeah, it was a W. Sky Low Low. Sky Low Low. There you go. Sky Blue was a current AEW. Matter of fact, let's just keep this Sky thing going. SK Nation, name a Sky wrestler. Name a. 
a wrestler with the name Skyrocket Sky. in Flight Afternoon there, Delight. There you go. Afternoon yes. Delight. Yes. <laughs> uh Rebby Sky. Yeah, Rebby, Rebby Sky, uh, the great Rebby Sky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um so Dakota's uh she was kind after after tonight she's sky. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Oh Scorpio Sky, yeah. Good, good Scorpio time. Sky, very um, good. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, so Dakota Sky, I mean Kai. Did you see her when, when <laughs> it was so uh, uh Rizu says skyscraper? So I guess I'll skyscraper. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's funny because the production team just made it so much worse because when um uh, um what's her name uh bailey when she botched dakota's name yeah they zoomed right on their face as soon as she as soon as she botched See, and now, she bro, was just a, like oh, it's like she was bro, trying to keep a, the uh, mean face mixed with like well, hey let me tell you though bros that is one of the um positives of vince mcmahon not being there bro because if he was there sitting at gorilla when she went through that curtain he would have eaten her alive bro and not only would have he have eaten her alive he would have held that against her if she can't even remember the names of the people on her own team seriously bro that that could have got her set back Yes. You, you think she cleaned it up decently by no, uh healing absolutely up? not because she acknowledged that she effed up she absolutely <laughs> acknowledged that she effed up she should have went right over it bro. yeah right yeah over, she should have right known so that she said but i gotta tell you bro what was worse than that i mean you know chris i would love to know the history of when this started why this started because they did not do this while i was there Bro, the fifty-seven thousand uh, 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 camera cuts, bro, yeah. during that brawl. I wanted to throw up. You can't, bro. You, 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 you nothing registers. You're going from yeah. one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Nothing is registering. Agreed. I would love to know, bro. How did that ever start? It's hey. awful, bro. It is God awful man you know it's one of those things that uh you know our friend road dog brian james he's really big into the production part of it it's just really you know the t- television production i'd be interested to you know if you can remember tell him that I when will. we do our show you know i, I mean will. just because i would be interested to see like why is that a thing now why is yeah. there so many different cuts oh man bro it's so un- can you imagine watching any sport that way can you imagine, no, bro? No, no. We're going to go to the field. We're going to go to the sideline. We're going to go up in the booth. We're going to go to the coach. We're going to go to the quarterback. We're going to go to yeah. this. Like, oh, my God, bro, please. Yeah. Um, Man, where's Veer? Where is Veer, bro? Where in the Where world is, is Veer Mahan? Yes. I guess yeah. I, I was reading that they're repackaging a bunch of people. Maybe he's one of them. I don't know, bro. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. It'll be Veer and Shanky. They'll be, come, they'll be back together. Um, we'll see, we'll see where that goes uh, as far as Veer is concerned, but it doesn't seem like, it seems like the ones that, uh, McMahon were really into, um, like Triple H is already putting a kibosh on him. Like theory is, I know he was gone because his uncle passed. Um, they usually give 
you know them a week or so, but I don't know. I, I don't know about this week. I don't. I don't I imagine he's not going to. He's not taking two weeks to mourn the loss of his uncle. Yeah. I mean, if he needs it, take it. But they they usually only do a week, so I'm wondering if they aren't bringing him in because Triple H doesn't see as much as Vince McMahon does in him. I I I I don't know, bro. I just. Bro, at the end of the day, everybody's going to see this. At the end of the day, it comes down to the writing. Period. End of story. And, and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to bring all his people in, all his NXT people yeah. in. But again, bro, that's that's the first rule. You bring in so many people at once, nobody gets over, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they're kind of just throwing everything on the wall and see what sticks at this point with all the returns and things like that. A lot of chaos going on on Raw the past couple of weeks, and it's just kind of like chaos TV. And I don't know. I mean, people are a lot of people were big on this and saying Triple H is the savior right now. But the, those are the hardcore wrestling fans yes, that are. are always going to watch wrestling. They watched it for years and years and years and couldn't stand what Vince McMahon was doing. Right. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about is this show going to bring new viewers and new eyeballs? That's what I'm talking about. Correct. The yeah. the marks, the hardcore fans, as long as wrestling is on the marquee, they're going to watch the show, bro. I'm yeah. not talking about those people. We yeah. already saw the SmackDown rating went down already. Mm-hmm. Last week's rating went down already, bro. Yep, indeed. Um, Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss, they uh, talk smack, and then they get into a big fight. So. Then we see. Then, then, then you saw them setting up for Alexa taking a dive, and they're all standing. Come on, we're ready. I don't understand. Help, help me understand this, Vince. Yeah. You've uh, you, you you've written shows before. I never understood the collateral damage bump. I, I never understood that spot. I never, I never understood I, someone never. doing a dive on their own partners no. that, that that doesn't make no. that makes zero right. no bro if you if you're a mick foley that's fine you know yeah. if, if 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 that fits your character that's fine yeah. that doesn't fit alexa bliss's character yeah i don't get it like uh, uh um montez ford does it every week he does that collateral damage spot you know where yeah. he'll just I don't care if my own teammate is, is right. in the is in the pile. I, I'm gonna right. hit him too. Yep. It, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't, bro. Um, uh, except Rollins and uh, Angelo Dawkins, they they fight. Um, just variations of making the street profits look like enhancement talent nowadays. Unfortunately, well, would you have booked this uh, this way, or would you have Done something else with Seth other than uh, be you know went at the expense of the Street Profits again, bro. This is Vince McMahon booking. He 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 beat uh, Ford last week, yep. so we'll book him against Dawkins and let him be eating up time, eating yep. up time. That th- this is Vince McMahon booking one hundred and one, bro. One hundred and one. Yes, indeed. Um, so I'm going to mention this tweet. Uh, a friend of ours, Road Dog, uh, stated. Um, I'm actually going to read the tweet, um, and I'm going to read it verbatim. I know the subject. I can tell you the subject, but, um, we're going to talk about this. All right. He says this, I'm interested in your Legion of raw thoughts on it. He says, quote, um, uh, let me just use my uh, let me use my phone. 
of the login of my uh, computer. On my computer, I don't want to do that. He says, Seth Rollins is the new HBK. Mm. And that's saying something because Shawn Michaels was the best. What are your thoughts, Vince Russo? I have said on the record, Shawn Michaels was the greatest all-around wrestler I ever work with. I, I've said that on the record. I said it to Sean. Um, <laughs> I ain't saying that about Seth Rollins, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with. Hey, listen, man. If if Road Dog feels that way, that's great. Um, I'm sorry, bro. Like, no, 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 no. That's my opinion. Road Dog is entitled to his opinions. I yes. worked with Sean. Sean was great, bro. Look, look at any Sean promo and then look at the Joker. <laughs> come, on, come on, bro. Like, come on. Like, seriously, man. Come on, bro. Come you on, know, bro. you know, uh, I've um, working with with Brian is is a breath of fresh air. Um, really, really cool to work with. Super yep. nice guy. Yep. We've actually become friends over the past couple of months. Really, really nice guy. I, and I'm looking forward to talk to him about this more. And I will share this when we talk about it, too. I uh, strongly disagree with that statement because I don't think uh, the pool of making someone look over nowadays is just vastly different than it was before. Yes. And Seth Rollins, to me, like place him, place his overness 25 years ago in the Attitude Era, and he'd be. A jabroni. I mean, like it, it, he wouldn't be the same level of over as over looks like right now. So this breed of talent that the bar has the, been really low. Yeah, it's the the breed of talent that they have now, as far as making someone look larger than life. That that's not a thing anymore. And Shawn Michaels is arguably the greatest performer of all time. Seth Rollins is very solid in the ring. I'm well. I'm not talking about work, bro. I'm talking yeah. all, and, around, all around, all overall, around, overall. And and I, I just don't see. I don't see Seth Rollins having a good, um, kind of character that has good staying power. Like to me, like Rollins is just a few weeks later with, you know, and he'll feel like the rest of them. Bro, Shawn Michaels feels larger than the the the. the bro, the let's look at. There's an element, bro. When you look back, there's the element of I want to be that guy. Yeah. I want to be Taker. I want to be Rock. I want to be Austin. I want to be Shawn Michael. Bro, listen. May maybe there are twelve year old kids saying I want to be Seth Rollins. <laughs> But um, I, I'm sorry, bro. Like to me, like when when somebody is so over and so cool and so believable, whether they're a baby face or a heel, and and you want to be them, and yeah. like the, the 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 way you felt about a Randy Savage, or the way mm -hmm. you felt about a Roddy Piper, or the way you felt about a Ric Flair, bro. I don't know, bro. Are people feeling that way about Seth Rollins? I mean, may, maybe there are some, but I'm not one of them. No, because no, because you know, it, 
people were attracted to their characters. Their characters were infectious. He was the heartbreak kid. He was the rowdy one. He was the immortal one. And it was believable. It was was believable, bro. Believable. Seth Rollins has had, you know, four or five incarnations of different characters. And so it doesn't really. And even the one he's doing right now, you saw the promo tonight, how campy and over the top it is bro i used to love the one thing i used to love about Shawn michaels bro and it was written this way i remember bro when i was writing Shawn michaels against taker bro today they would have Shawn michaels scared to death of taker that that's what they would have today back then bro when they did the one-on-one interview Shawn would get right in his face because bro in Sean's mind, somewhere in the back of Sean's mind, he really believed he could beat Taker. Yeah. That's what I loved about Sean Michaels. When I when I watch Seth Rollins, bro, and I watch his entrance and I watch his attire and I watch his promos, the first thing that comes to my mind is Goofy. He he he's a goof. He's campy. He's too over the top. And nobody's like that in real life, bro. So how do you how do you relate to this person? Yeah, it feels like a circus act. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know how many people like Shawn Michaels we knew that cocky, arrogant, you know how many people like that we knew? Right, right. Indeed. Uh Rollin with the 999 super chat. Tonight, Seth Rollins called himself the gatekeeper of this industry. In the world of professional sports, especially professional combat sports, being labeled a gatekeeper is an insult. No bueno. It's good stuff, Rollins. I I agree. Why do you you think that he – what does that even mean, really, in in the trajectory of pro wrestling as far as being the gatekeeper of the industry? Do you have any clue, Vince? I I I I I have I have no idea, bro. Is he accepting the? Uh, is he taking the tokens when the people want to come in the amusement park and get on a ride? I don't know, bro. But yeah. I'm I'm sorry, man. I I love Brian to death, but and it's his opinion and it's my opinion, but not to me, not even close, bro. Yep, I agree. Not not close. We get a couple backstage segments. We get the Mysterios and Edge dissension. Um, we get Dominic pushing Edge. And then we get another backstage segment, uh, interview of the Miz and Ciampa. Miz uh, dedicating this match to the one Harley race. Um, there which, you go. Which, which is real confusing. Listen, hats off to Triple H giving them the freedom to cut their own promos and say what they want to say. We needed that a long time coming, but bro, you had two instances tonight with two heels. Yep. Chomp is putting over Harley race, you know, and, and that's a baby face thing to do. He didn't do it in a heel way. That was a baby face thing to do. And Kevin Owens is wearing a Dusty T-shirt. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, seriously, bro. I, I'm all for letting these guys go, but like stuff like that, you, yes. you know, that makes Kevin Owens a babyface, yes, bro. Indeed. Yes, I, I agree with I agree with you 100 percent on that. I noticed that too. He he's done that before, and I'm like, so who's who's getting over here? If you're doing babyface stuff. 
Who's really getting over? I'll tell you who's getting over, bro. They're getting over with the internet crowd. Yes, indeed. And that that's all they freaking care about, bro. They're getting over with the internet crowd. And that's the reason why the numbers were dwindling down week by week by week. And not only that, bro, even with Triple H, even the shows that he's done. And of course, I was the first one that said, you got to give the guy at least three months. But Chris, there's been a pattern so far. As the show goes on, the number gets less. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to be, bro. The, the the audience is supposed to be building to the end. You're I I think I think they lost about a couple of hundred thousand, I mean, last week or something, but as the show's going on, they're losing viewers. Indeed. You know what that tells me, bro? Is what the, this is what that tells me. Vince McMahon is no longer running the show. People know, let's try it out now. We haven't watched it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's go watch Raw. Let's see what Triple H is doing. Let's see if the show has changed. By the time you get halfway in, at ah, no, the show hasn't really changed that much. New viewers leave, and you've got you back to your same base audience. Indeed. Yes, indeed. That's that. That's what I see. That that's what makes sense. Yeah, it, it definitely sees. It definitely shows that. I've I've got a I got a theory for you, Vince, and let me know if they are actually doing this. So, with this uh, Mysterios and then Edge in the mix with Judgment Day, I'm going to kill Judgment Day. Yada yada yada. What do you think? Do you think perhaps this leads to? Uh, Edge uh, swerving Ray and actually being a part of Judgment Day all along and bringing Dominic with him. Well, bro, if you if you do that, you can't do that in a way where they really got heat on them. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like we were, I was able to bring Rock and Vince together because all Rock did was drop an elbow on Vince. Yeah. He didn't beat the snot out of Vince. They mm-hmm. beat the snot out of Edge. So mm-hmm. what was was that a work? I mean, well, they could say it was now, but if you go back and look at the number they did on him, I that that's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, bro. yeah. You know, <clears throat> something's got to come out of this. I, because, I think it's the Dominic thing, bro. I think it's the, I think it's what, and I think that's the issue because you you see this thing coming a mile away, bro. Yeah, but it's so it's so just blah, right? You know, just I to have that you. ending, you know. I agree with you, bro. Because if even if Dominic goes over to Judgment Day, and to me, I'm still I still wasn't I wasn't a fan of Judgment Day from the very beginning, and I've said that on here many times, but. At least with Edge, it had star power. You know what I mean? But now just everybody just feels middle of the road. They weren't the, going into Judgment Day. They're already f- booked like mid-carters, and they weren't booked strongly. And now they're just together and not booked right. strongly. Right. And so it, it just doesn't make – there's no star power. Yeah. And Edge going back, I guess there'll be a payoff. But what is the if the payoff is dominant going there it'll just be blah again no one was built strong before they joined judgment day being together doesn't mean that they're booked strongly even stronger bro i gotta tell you something bro things like this need to be done and they'll never go this far okay bro somebody sent me a picture of some 
a woman over in the UK. I think she's a professional bodybuilder, though, right? They sent me some pictures of her, bro, cosplaying China. Have you seen her? I have not. Bro, I if somebody showed you the picture, you would you would say it's China. Th- that's how close it is, bro. Nice. Unbelievable. That's what you need. Hmm. You need somebody like that to show up, call out Triple H. I mean, that's ex- you want to get people talking, bro. It's not going to be Rey Mysterio uh, joining the dark or a uh, uh, Dominic joining the dark order. Nobody cares about that. It needs to be something like this, where Triple H is seeing a ghost, and this this China is calling him out for. All that, that's what you need. What what they're doing here, Logan Paul, bro, okay, because he's got a huge following. I'll give them that. If if they can get Logan Paul's people to watch this show, but they need something like that, bro, that's going to turn heads. Speaking of turning heads, uh, I'm not going to play any... uh... I'm not going to play the the music because if I get flagged, but I will play this though. I will go ahead and play the uh, the video because wow, she looks like just like. Oh, I, I didn't even see like a video. I just saw like some pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here we go. I'm about to, I'm about to uh, share it and, and play it here. <clears throat> yeah, she did really good. So there you go. Yeah, I, I mean, bro, like the and the body, like yeah, I, I mean, come, this is what you need, bro. Wow, you need something like this. That whoa, wow. they, need, they need something really good. shocking, shocking, bro. Yeah. They need something shocking, man. I agree. That looks really and, good. And of course, you know, bro, because of the, uh, you know, the the legend of China, you you want to do it in good taste. You're, sure. you're going to do it in good taste. Yeah. But that's that's what they need. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine this woman walking out and say, "Oh, you're calling everybody else back. Never called me back." <laughs> I, I mean, can you imagine, bro? Like, and then and then Triple H, like the the look on his face. Hmm. I, I, that's what you need, bro. What what they're doing here with Bailey and I can't remember the people on my team and Dominic <laughs> is joining the Dark Order and who? <laughs> Nobody cares about any of this stuff, bro. Nobody, nothing. Uh, Dominic's joining the Dark I, Order. Sam short of death. Now he's stalking AJ. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, and throughout the show, there was like this. Uh, I don't know if you noticed during the promos backstage, it was like the wrecked car, like way in the back, and there was like people around it. And then, like 20 minutes later, with the females, it was still on the ramp. And I'm like, it, it takes y'all 20 minutes to put a, a wrecked car on the ramp, like it had to be something. And then, toward the end, like all the uh, police officers start running to the uh. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. So all of that led to some type of arrest of just some awkward arrest at the end. And so Triple See, H is trying that? to bring the story oh, back. He's to trying, it, but... but he's not a writer. Yeah. He's not a exactly. writer. Bro, I'll give you a classic case in point because I did not know that was Sam Shaw. 
because <laughs> I don't watch NXT. AJ knows it, Sam Shaw, right? Yeah. So when AJ's looking out in the crowd, he knows who he is. He sees him fighting off the cops for whatever reason. He's yeah, yeah. he's fighting cops for whatever reason. But AJ will say that. Let him in. Let him yeah. in. Come on. You, you yeah. got let that that he knows who he is, bro. Yeah. That's that's what I'm telling you, Chris, about it comes down to writing and freaking logic. Yeah. And so now uh, Dexter Loomis, you know, Sam, Sam Shaw, he's going, he somehow he has issues with AJ Styles. Something must have happened down in NXT. He was uh, probably, AJ was probably trying to hold him down or something. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next we have uh, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. The match stopped before it even started due to Owens powerbomb Ezekiel on the apron. Uh, to me, this was a bit promising because it yeah. just it seems like the, they're writing off Ezekiel to bring back Elias. I just yeah, want to see I, I just don't know why they're doing a bump like that, bro. Like, man, when you when you talk to like the Al Snows and like they'll tell you that ring apron brump, bro, is like the worst thing yeah. in the world, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, that's Owens' thing. He used to do that in NXT a lot. Yeah, so, uh, yeah they brought that back to write him off. Bro, so. can you imagine Shane McMahon being the one behind bringing that girl in? Oh, you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, bro. There are so, but they're they, they giving us nickels and dimes here, bro. That it it, it it's not going to amount to anything. So, <clears throat> the antagonist to your to your uh, um, idea. Would be like, man, who wants a China ripoff? What would be your answer? Oh no, if if bro, let me tell you something. If you tell this story the right way, you're not even going to think about that because Shane, Shane's nowhere to be found. What if all of a sudden Shane shows up? Hey, uh, you know Triple H? Yeah, man, they found out about the skeletons in my father's closet. What about mm -hmm. the skeletons in yours? And you bring her out, bro. Again, them doing it, it would be the drizzling, you know what? Mm -hmm. A real writer doing this, trust me, bro, you would not get that. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, <clears throat> next, we get um, Finn Balor defeating Rey Mysterio. Um, Rhea Ripley comes out carrying Dominic beaten up and. Bloody oh, what about that? like the the, uh, the girls beating up down. <laughs> what are we doing here, bro? Uh, dude, I don't know. Uh, it, it definitely seems like it's inevitable that Dominic's going to join. Yeah, well, that that seemed like a roost to me because I didn't buy yeah. Rhea Ripley beating up Dominic, so that's why I'm like, yeah. okay, bro, this is all a roost, and that that's that's what I took away. But so what though? Like, I know what does that's that mean? what I'm saying, bro. So what? Okay, whoopee. Yeah. Okay. So what, bro? Monday, bro. Monday night football is right around the corner, man. Oof. They're gonna have to do better than this, bro. Better than this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they've got to do better than that, my man. I, I don't. Um, 
like I said, I, I'm willing to give I'm willing to give him time. I am too, but yeah, but bro, but, we're willing to give him time, but we're seeing the pattern. Yeah, it's just bringing in all these new NXT fate that that's that's looks like the pattern. The first yeah, but with over. no story behind it, right? Exactly. You know, what I mean, you're bringing right. up Chompa with no story. Yes, you're bringing back Cross with no story. You're yes. bringing back. You know, Dexter Loomis with no story. Yes. Like bringing back them for just namesake isn't going to work because yeah. their name isn't strong enough. EO Sky, Dakota Sky. Yeah, Dakota Sky, no, no story. story. EO Sky, no story. Right. Sky Blue, no, yes. story. no story. The Skyscrapers, right. no story. Yes. None of it. Nothing. So give me a story. Give me buy in. It's just, it, it feels super marky. If you're just bringing back NXT names just for the heck of it, bro, I, just, I don't see it. You you brought this up with Brian last week, and you know, bro, you you've got to be watching NXT yeah. to understand what's going on. That's not going to grow your fan base. And only a third of the right. people watch NXT, and it's not like a third of the total raw viewership watch NXT. And it's not even a guarantee that those third, you know, watch raw, you know what I mean? So it's, it it doesn't, it doesn't make sense just to bring back, you know, NXT people just for, just for the heck of it. Again, even, even triple H is looking for the accolades of the internet. That's true. And it's like, I just what what happened to the world, man? Yeah. Remember WrestleMania? What the world is what watching? World that was is that watching. was a shoot. Like yeah. that was a shoot, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I remember back in the day, man. I, it used to be I, even casual fans would have outings and have you know big get-togethers to watch the pay-per-view. You know, what yep, I mean, I that did was that for thing. WrestleMania three, bro. I had a ton of people at my house. Do you think nice. people show up to watch uh, IO EO Sky and Dakota, and Dakota Sky? Sky? No, no, I don't. I, think I couldn't get anybody at my house to watch. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I got this girl Dakota Sky. You wanna you wanna go half uh, on a pay per view for? Her? You know, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, man, Dakota Sky and EO Sky, man. Yeah, man. yeah. You guys, come on, chip, come give on. me ten bucks. Come on, come on, chip in, chip in. <sighs> Different for the Sky Sisters. Oh, is this any different than the Riot Squad? <laughs> is it, I mentioned that last week. Like, I don't see it, a difference. Is it, bro? No, I don't see a difference, man. Except they, they all slid into the ring together. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Okay. Well, that is a difference. That is a difference. Um, so next we have uh the Sky Sisters, the Hill Sky, Dakota Sky. Uh, so they brought back the um they brought back the tournament. The, Tamina and Dana Brooke uh, lost to Dakota Kai and Eos Kai. So, bro, what about go. that? That what, what is it? Eos. What about that Eos Kai slap when Tamina was on the? T- oh my, bro! <laughs> I noticed that. Oh too. my, how how we did that last on, week too against Bianca? How are you on TV? Tamina? Yeah, I noticed how, that. Same how thing. are you on TV? Why, yeah. why why are you on primetime television, bro? Her working slap and working punch are horrible. Like oh, I, I, I've noticed man. that it was the same thing happened last week with uh because because Bianca was on the uh the, the she was she was on the turnbuckle. And just her working slap was just the same. I mean, my, bro, like are you gonna hurt somebody by slapping them? Yeah. Are you really gonna hurt them? Miss Elizabeth slapped the crap out of me, bro. Did she kill me? No, I'm still here. No, 
My gosh, it's a slap, bro. You can't lay a slap in. And knowing someone like Tamina, she would want that type of right, shit. Right, because it slap. makes her look weak. Exactly, exactly. Rollin, 499, super chat, my man. Do you think that, do you guys think that 1984 was more pivotal than 1987, the year of Mania 3? And what would you say was NWA slash WCW's comparable match to Hogan versus Andre? Good questions. Uh, I still say 94 is more pivotal than 1987, but 1987 uh, is pivotal in, as far as WrestleMania is concerned, as far as the trajectory of WrestleMania, as far as it being that big event. I'll give that to 87, but I still think the rise of Hulkamania is the most pivotal moment in pro wrestling history. That's that's for question. That's the for the first part. What do you think, Vince? I, I got to go with eighty four, bro, because the original WrestleMania is what really started it all. Mm. I, I I mean, bro, that that kind of put the stamp on the pro wrestling business. Mm. Uh, of course, eighty seven was huge, mm-hmm. but I still got to stick with eighty four. Yep. Uh, verse two, uh, the second part, uh, and what would you say was NWA slash WCW's comparable match to Hogan versus Andre? Uh, I would say as far as like a, um, kind of like a, a pivotal match in NWA, I would say, I, I think it's, um, flair race at Starcade 83. That would, that would probably be my match that kind of. What was that pivotal moment in WCW history? Just because their Scar- Starcade series was like the WrestleMania of WCW. And I, I don't think there was. I, I don't think there was anything comparable. 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 I can't say. Well, <laughs> just uh, like Sky. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there was anything because I mean, I, it was just the size of Hogan and Andre. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it was really a it was a circus sideshow. I, I mean, it really, really, really was. It was such a spectacle. I don't think when you have two, you know, average size guys or bigger size guys, it's going to it's going to match up. The irresistible force versus versus the immovable object. There's no comparison. Yes. There. yes. What would you say as far as like a pivotal match like? Hogan Andre was the pivotal match of you know WWF. You know, could you could you think that there is a could you think of a pivotal match that if there was one match that you can that you can point to and say this was the match that was pivotal to the success of NWA or WCW, what would it be? I bro, I really can't because I wasn't watching it that closely, gotcha. man. So I can't. I I don't have the history like in it that you have because I was a WWWF guy. Mm. So that's that's what I was really watching most of yeah. the time. Since, yeah, I think um, I think I'm gonna stick with uh, with race and with race and flair. Uh, what do y'all think, SK Nation? Most uh, comparable as far as one of the most pivotal matches in the history of NWA or WCW. What do y'all think, SK Nation? All right. Next we have um, um, Russo and Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Uh, Dusty Flair. Um, no, I don't think. I mean, like Hard Times, Starcade 85. You know, I, I'm, you know, you know. No, I wouldn't say that's as far as pivotal. No, that's 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 up there as far as one of the most popular matches of all time. But uh, all right, next we have um, 
Kevin Owens backstage interview talks about, uh, you know, now he wants everybody to know that the Kevin Owens show never left or is still about the Kevin Owens show. Why, why is this a thing? Like what's, what's the point of this? He's a heel. He talks about the Kevin Owens show. So is he going to be gone for a few weeks again and come back? And then at, at that point, who's he going to feud against Lashley? I don't know, bro. He said the Emmy Kevin Owens show, and I'm like, great. I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. This again, the stories are just lackluster to me. Just someone coming out and say the Kevin Owens show is back. Bro, I mean, you know, you know what this is the equivalent of, bro. Let, let me let me let me explain to you what the equivalent of it is. I had a a degree in journalism. Obviously, I had the history of writing every single story in the WWE magazine. Yeah. I worked with a uh, a television writer who actually had shows on television. I wrote my I, I wrote a couple of books. Okay, I, th- there's a lot of writing in my background. When I became a character t- on TV, bro, I became a character on TV. Um, because they were putting so much pressure on me for ratings that I did what any New Yorker would do. I, I, I basically said, fine, you want ratings? I'll go out there and do it myself, okay? But my character was, you know, the guy in charge, the authority figure uh, who always got his butt handed to him, you know, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The, the equivalent of Triple H being a seasoned writer uh, with some kind of degree in writing uh, and some kind of knowledge of script writing, bro, that, that would have been the equivalent of Vince Russo being a serious wrestler. Mm. Like, seriously, it would have been the equivalent of me having matches with Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Bro, I don't care that you you're a former wrestler. Yeah. It takes more than that, bro. And I, I I don't know why nobody will admit that. I, I don't know why people have such a hard time saying, you know what, bro? We really need seasoned writers. We really need people who know how to format a script and write dialogue. We we really need. I don't know why that's so difficult. Tony Khan, I don't know why it's so difficult for people in the wrestling business to admit that, bro. I, I don't I don't understand it. Because yeah. you're a wrestler does not make you a television writer, bro. And that's why you, you're getting much of the same. You're get I don't care who he brings in. You're getting wrestling. That's all you're getting, bro. That's it. How much do you think ego plays a part of this? A lot. A lot, bro. A lot. Check your freaking egos at the door, bro. If you ever want to get back to the mass audience, man, you've got to check your egos at the door, bro. Bro, Can you imagine great musicians, great musicians saying, "Ah, we don't need songwriters. I'm going to write all my, so we we don't need songwriters. There are songwriters, bro. There are songwriters and musicians. These songwriters give the musicians the songs. 
Yes. It's the same freaking thing, bro. It's yep. the same thing. The coach gives the players the, the 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 plays. Just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're a good coach. So it just it it just doesn't just because you're good in one play spot doesn't mean you're good in the other. And thing everything doesn't things doesn't overlap just because it's in the same arena, right? No. So it's like no. at the end of the day, no. you, you being a good rider doesn't overlap automatically with being yeah. a good wrestler. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. Bro, John Laurinaitis. Mm. <laughs> great. How great a wrestler was he over in Japan? How mm. great was he in talent relations, bro? Okay, that's that's what we're talking about here, folks. That's uh, what we're talking about. That's a good point there. Come on, good man. Yes, and indeed. it is ego, Chris. It is freaking ego. The oh, ego yeah. is killing this business, bro. Yes. yes. This is TV, man. Ego is killing this business 100%. Vince. I mean, we've seen it. Oh, we've we've seen it since the, Ryback was said that. You know, yes. as far as just Triple H, according to Ryback, Triple H told him that post Cena, yep, he does not want. They do not want to see anybody bigger than the business post Cena. Yeah, and we've. I mean, that's basically what's happened. I mean, yep. Reigns is Reigns is the biggest person in wrestling right now, as far as aura, but he's still not bigger than the business, though. Like he's the biggest person in the business, but he's not bigger than the business. And yeah. that's a big difference. And we still see that. I mean, we, we've seen it post Cena. No one is bigger than the business. Every yeah. single person post Cena is expendable in the, in the pro wrestling. And that's a problem. Your brand needs to be so infectious and so big and major that you don't look like you're expendable. Every single person in the WWE is expendable. And that hurts your product. It Absolutely. really does hurt Chris. your product. Man. Absolutely, bro. Yep. yep. Next, we have uh, Omos. And uh, speaking of expendable, I mean, uh, speed, beating Andrea Guerrero and Spencer Slade. Garcia, Andrea Garcia and Spencer Slade. Omos, Vince. Yeah, well, I, again, Chris, you say it all the time. What, what does this do? This does what? <laughs> this Nothing. does what? This Nothing. does what? Ziggler over Chad Gable does what? what Agreed. What, 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 what does what, bro? Another one. Another one. What What in the world does Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable do to anybody's interest, heightened interest in this in this show? And what what's going on with Dolph Ziggler in theory? They just threw that away. When when Ziggler came and he was quiet those few weeks, he was he he was more popular and that mystique that less is more, not saying anything. People was wondering what was going on. Now he just feels like everybody else all over again. And bro, you know what nobody's pointing out? This is such a great coup bro like nobody is talking about this because the marks are caught up in oh i, I own the, i own a sky and Rebby sky are on with bailey like oh ooh. bro here's what's hysterical to me and and i would love to know the answer to this all the people they're bringing back from nxt that they let go right 
How much less money are they coming back for? Oof. That's what I would love to know. Tell me that, bro. <laughs> Tell because I'm telling you, Chris, I, I, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it that they let all these people go, and now they're bringing them all back for for do, for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. I want to know if these people are getting paid the same they got when they left. I definitely don't see them getting paid more. I think they they're paying the same, getting paid the same amount. But the pitch, though, the 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 buy-in is, but you're on Raw now. But you're on SmackDown now. You've graduated. You've got you've got a bigger spot. You've got to run with that spot that you that you're coming getting in for less, bro. I think they're coming in for less. For less? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yep. I think Cross probably maybe the same, maybe a slight bump because they're pushing them as a main eventer. But someone like a EO Sarai, Dakota Kai, uh, Dexter Loomis, I don't I don't see a bump. Yeah. I, I don't see a bump in their pay for that. Especially since you, you, you got to think about that. I, I like Sam Shaw. I do. Too. I, I, I do like too. Dakota I like Kai. He, I, I never saw the NXT character, but he I like good. what he was doing on Impact. On Impact, it was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he was with uh, Santana Garrett. Uh, that was a that that tandem was pretty cool. Yeah. But I, I think with with Loomis and Sky and and Shirai, I think like I said, the sell is the fact that they have the spot. You know, you, you're graduating to NXT. I mean, from NXT to the main roster. But at the end of the day, though, it's just like, yeah, they, they're probably going to take it because you have to think about this, though, Vince. They're probably not going to make as much as, say, for instance, say they make a, say they make 75K a year, say, say 75K. I don't see them either, any of those three making that amount of money on the indies I, I i don't see that maybe 50 or 60 maybe yeah but 75k i i, I don't see them making i don't see them being marketable enough to make that type of money there yeah. so i mean eo you know you will go back to japan she was really good in japan but i just i don't see it uh next we have uh the the main event aj styles and the miz oh, what about but hold on bro what i miss bring, it's time bring- for joey it's time for it's time for Joey. Let's do this. It's been a while. Where you at, Joey? Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. We're not just skipping over uh Nikki Cross and Dewdrop on next uh, week's show, bro. We're not just yeah, we're not just glossing over that <laughs> that huge promo, bro. Oh, when I saw that match for next week, ah, oh, bro, I said, you know what, bro. It starts here at six o'clock in uh, Colorado. Yeah. I'm gonna tune in at five o'clock next week Ooh. just to make sure I don't miss anything, bro. Very nice, very nice. You know, Be- before that, before that promo, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, if what is based on this these three hours, what part of this entire three hours is going to intrigue me to watch next week? Great question. That's what not of none of none of it. It wasn't a story arc that was building. It wasn't any cliffhangers. It was none of that. People say, okay, with well, the Dexter Loomis thing, that was a very weak cliffhanger if that was meaning to be a cliffhanger. But here's the thing. I was like, if I just close this book and just don't watch Raw, I'm not missing anything because I'm not intrigued to watch next week. 
Yeah. If I just if like like you said, if yeah. if if the people come back to to wrestling and said Vince is gone, let yeah. me watch it because of Triple yes, H. Exactly. There was nothing that drew me. Yes. To yes. next week. Just like people tune in the day after WrestleMania. Yep. And then they don't they don't capture him exactly, Chris. Ex- exactly that in nutshell. And here's what you're gonna see tomorrow, guys. I'm I'm not Nostradamus. Uh, you're gonna get the ratings tomorrow, and you're gonna see where they started and where they ended. Yeah. And there's gonna be there's gonna be a couple of hundred thousand people that tuned in that they lost again, and we're slowly but surely gonna make our get back to that average number. I'm looking. Uh, I'm really interested to see after this honeymoon stage is over with Triple H and the fans because the Vince is gone. You know, I'm interested to see how the fans are going to think about the product after this honeymoon stage is over. Say, say beginning of next year. All right, so let's see how the product is, and if the people start crapping on Triple H's booking because their honeymoon stage is over. And before we go, speaking of honeymoon stage, I don't know if you saw it or you heard about it. Liv Morgan on SmackDown got almost booed out the arena. I saw that. I saw that. (laughs) Like, speaking of honeymoon stages being over, that alone shows that you can't just slap a belt on any person nowadays just because their character's semi-infectious or semi-attractive. And it was something different. So the fans had that honeymoon stage, but then they just realized that she's just playing live before the title and they booed her. <laughs> they booed her like and not only that, bro. Again, you had a baby face that lied. Yeah. She said she tapped out yeah. after the re- no, no, no. You were clearly tapping out before. So now we got baby faces who lie. Exactly. Bro, like seriously, yeah. man. And then they get and, and, and let me tell you something, Chris. There's gonna be no negative feedback with Triple H's shows because at the end of the day, you're gonna have the same audience, and they're gonna be putting it over because all this NXT talents on the show. Yeah. So they're gonna the the people the the casual fans, bro. You're not gonna hear their voice because they're not gonna stick around long enough. Yeah, they're gonna watch an episode or two, and then they're gonna go back, and they're just gonna disappear again. That's how you're gonna know. But the people, you know, who watch every week, they're gonna put this over to the moon because all these NXT people are coming. Do you really think that the hardcore fans are say say for instance next spring, like leading up to WrestleMania, for instance, or you know WrestleMania season is usually pretty hot across the board. Say May of next year, say the beginning of, of spring next year, post post WrestleMania, usually that May, June, July window is kind of kind of like the off season of pro wrestling. Not not as much, you know, going into July, you're leading into SummerSlam, but post mania to SummerSlam is usually a, a bit drier than the, the rest of the year. So that would be a good gauge to see because. Right now, we're like, okay, let's give them a few months, and then Royal Rumble's next, and then you get into WrestleMania season, so there's a bunch of hype behind that. I think next spring is a good gaze to see how hardcore fans will react to Triple H's booking, and you legit don't think that they'll turn their back on him? No, no. As long as, as, long as he keeps bringing in the NXT darlings, absolutely not. Nope. 
because they're hardcore fans. So, yep. yep. One last uh, super chat before we go, <laughs> Timothy. I'll let you. I'll give this to you. Yeah, he has, and, 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 and I have said that, Timothy. He definitely has. You can tell that um, the the performers have more freedom w- without a shadow of a doubt. You know, I, I always said, bro, you could tell when the performers were cutting promos, they were on the defensive, Chris. God yeah. forbid we forget a word. Right. God right. forbid this. You could see they're a lot more relaxed. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 it's, it's a lot looser. There's a yeah. lot more freedom, uh, in the promos. Yes. You can definitely see that the performers feel much, much more comfortable. So yes, that, that is definitely a positive. Yes. Although they may go back to script the promos because of the Bailey botch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the dirt sheets this think? weekend. WWE going back to yeah. script the promos. What What do you think has been as positive so far? Uh, I mean, it does. It does feel less rigid. There hasn't been a twenty four seven. Yeah, and I, I did mention that last week. Yes, right, yes. I, right. I mentioned that last week. So I, I'll go with that one. There hasn't been a 24-7 seg- uh, segment. Yeah. And I and I, I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I do um, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's really it, what I've seen so far. Again, it's too early. It's too, it's too early to really call right now. But I think as far as what I saw on Raw and SmackDown, I would say that the 24-7 segment being gone is still probably what I noticed different and what I'm cool with. Yeah. Bringing back the, you know, bringing back the NXT guys. I mean, that doesn't really do anything for me, yeah. but the 24 seven segments being kiboshed. I, I, I think that's the best thing we've seen so far. I agree probably. with that. Yep. Cool. Uh, well, one thing that is not kiboshed is this guy's brand channel attitude. Let them know my man. Yes, guys, check me out at uh, russosbrand.com, which is under the channelattitude.com umbrella. Check that out. Also, tomorrow on my Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, Disco Inferno makes his uh, return to the brand tomorrow. So that'll Ooh, very nice, man. Uh, get, let's, let's do a little dance real quick. Let's do a little dance. Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very yes, nice. Yes, baby. Yes. Oh, whoa. Disco fever. This. Where's the song at, Vince? So cocky. So cool. Yeah, baby. Yes. This is the disco dancing fool. (laughs) Scorpion. Man, brought up Black Scorpion. Very nice. Song brought out Black Scorpion. Very nice, man. Yes. Almost, almost didn't come, and then you played discos. And here he came, man. Yes. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is Vince Russo. 
This guy is Dr. Chris. Follow us at, you see the uh, Twitter uh, handles on the bottom of our names, at the Vince Russo, at Chris Prolific. Follow us or don't watch Raw anymore. But I know you will watch Raw again. Although there's people who said they don't watch Raw, they just watch the show. So a lot of people. thank you for that support. Thank you yes. so much for that support. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, Disco Fever, Black Scorpion, Tootsman, Vince Russo, the Sky Sisters, Skyscraper, Solo!